<laughs> Quick draw. Another victory for war. I couldn't. I couldn't jump it. I tried to jump the snap. It's all right. Work. It's all right, Ricky. You'll get there one day. <laughs> Working on my timing. Episode five coming Cinco. at you. Cinco de any other languages. Third and punt. No. I don't know. I mean, there's other languages out there, but I don't know. I don't even know Spanish. I think you're right. <laughs> I, think you're I, right I rock that. Spanish one and two. There you go. Killed it. Nailed I was it. afraid of Did taking it. German. I was afraid. Really? Fun story about me. I uh, transferred colleges, and if you look at a pie chart for the reasons I did it, <laughs> 50% of it is the fact that the college I went to required foreign language, and the college I transferred to did not. <laughs> 50% of the reason. <laughs> Reason. Check those numbers. All right. Foreign language is tough, man. It is extremely tough. I barely know English. <laughs> so and I struggled <laughs> myself, so I can relate. You're asking way too much of me to learn another language. But anywho, that brings us to today. So I mean it doesn't it's not a great segue, but I tried to I tried to do what I can do. It does bring us to today. We We're are here. today. We are here. It's Normal. been a, a lot's gone down since our last episode. A lot in the world, <laughs> a lot in the sports world. This could branch off into a political podcast, but yeah. we're going <laughs> to call keep to the sports this week. Third in charge. Okay. The capital. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, we're not going to. We're not. No politics here, right? We've agreed upon it. It's in the It's in the, it's in the contract. Contract. <laughs> Our producers told us we can't talk about politics. Young Jamie's giving us a uh, bad look. Young Ellis. Young Ellis. Oh, yeah. Uh, young Ellis is our young Jamie. Shout out to Ellis wherever he may be. All right, so let's, uh, Hunter. You you've got the score tally. Let's uh, let's start just with bring us up to speed. Bring us up to speed. Let us know what 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 happened. Where are we at? Well, I still managed to keep it close, but you had the one point lead, sixteen to fifteen, going into this week. Uh, but I did not. <laughs> I had a lackluster week, but score wise, we'll just say I went four and four. You went six and two, so oh. I got a pretty big lead to um, come back from. So the current tally going into this week is twenty-two points for Danny, nineteen for me. So it's a tough little hole, but you know, I can dig it. Right. I can dig it. I watched holes yes. many times. Dig it. In- up, inspirational up movie. Sierra. <laughs> I would argue Shia LaBeouf's greatest oh, artist. Crowning. Artistic development. I would argue against that. That's that's well, for our movie podcast. Oh, that we okay, Transformers, Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Fox made the it first was transformative. <laughs> the role. Yeah, yeah. Somebody get a laugh uh, track. It's Charlie Countryman. Get woke. <laughs> Never seen Some it. Some of my movie buffs out there will. Never test. seen it. Not gonna watch. Check it. it out. Charlie Countryman. No, I only watch movies that get eighty percent or higher on Rotten Tomatoes. You don't. I don't even know what I got on right It probably <laughs> Let's check it. We can check it right now. Check it. it check over. it. Check it. I dare you. I dare you to check it. We don't have young Jamie, but don't sweat. You know, we're going to. We know how to Google. We know how to use our Googlers. Pull that, yeah, uh, pull you that up. Google it. Ellis. It's worth a Google. The campaign. That's a good movie. Charlie Countryman. While you're looking that up, I just want to say for all you folks out there, that are SEC homers. I'm not saying I am. I'm just saying, when it came down to the SEC versus the ACC and we picked against <laughs> each other, I went with the SEC. Texas State and pulled it out. 
but there was some. I don't know if you watched it, Hunter, but there was some uh, weird fourth quarter calls by UNC. I didn't like it. Man, it was. They went it for was it. Yeah, they went for it on their own side of the field. Didn't like that. Didn't like that. A couple of times they did that. And it was. It was. I wouldn't say it's smart. I would do it in Madden. I knew that Texas a and team was going to play angry. Oh, they were angry. Like my uh, how I am right now because Charlie Pentonman did not get a good score. It <laughs> Tell the people. Uh, 49% oh my uh, audience score, 27% on the tomato meter. <laughs> so let's just, uh, you know, we'll forget about Charlie That's Pentonman. a rotten tomato. I think it's a little underrated, but... That's like I said for our movie podcast. So. Yeah, that's our that's our we got we got all shoots. We got politics podcast, our movie podcast. We branch out our cooking know, podcast. Hey, so. you got a you got a hot idea with that, but we we're not gonna say it because that is hot. Still in contract. We, we it's hot. We're not allowed to give the details. Intellectual after. property. Whoop! Can't give that out. Um. Yeah. So I think where where you went wrong, we we were pretty close in the college football bowls because you got three, I got four, yeah. but then NFL. D- well, you know the Texans. M- Almost made yeah, me look that like was, a really yeah, smart man. Like a they were the o- almost one of the only upsets of the week, but mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. my goodness, uh, that defense is <sighs> loose as suspect. Got many, as many holes as Swiss cheese, hey. and yeah, uh, suspect gashed him in like thirty seconds to get in field goal range and win. I believe it was field goal range. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, uh, that whole Houston team, with the exception of Deshaun sure. Watson and JJ Watt, I guess. Rumor has it Deshaun Rumor might be asking out, man. Really? Asking for a trade. Something we Clemson fans have been, you know, saying a little prayer up to the man of love. <laughs> but where is times. the question? Man, we'll see so it. many interesting spots. That could be another topic for uh, later episodes. <laughs> later, yeah. Sean Watson's lo- potential landing there's, spots. Yeah, it looks like so a lot of quarterbacks might be in limbo. There's there's Matthew Stafford trade rumors. There's Jimmy Garoppolo trade mm. rumors. Carson Wentz, obviously, is not going to be in Philly next year. Right. There's a lot of quarterback limbo coming this offseason. I like it. Some of it good, some of it not so good. I don't really know if I'd want Carson Wentz, but I will say maybe Carson Wentz. Darnold, Sam Darnold, something's yeah. got to happen with there. Maybe he uh, does. And uh, the Jets. So. I don't know. Maybe I'd keep Sam Darnold. I think we do a topic, uh, a segment. All right. We'll so. log that away, folks. You're going to hear that soon. We don't know when, but we're logging we'll it log away. Logged. You just, it, logged. it was like you guys were sitting in a in a creative it's meeting a with us. We just let you in. Like. Behind the scenes of third and punt. Yeah, I think um, – I mean, I did pretty good with the NFL. I uh, had a little too much faith in the New York Jets. Never a smart move. I just – they they won two games in a <laughs> row. I mean, that's hot, that's a hot streak for them. Yeah, I mean, at that point they had already lost the first pick, so maybe you just keep winning. That's yeah, I thought – yeah, and, and then there's a discrepancy between them and the next wave of picks because there's a bunch of four-loss teams. Even if they won that game, they still would have had the second right. pick. I, I could see why they were playing. And New England stunk all year. Bill was he didn't want to stink. He didn't want to go out with a loss, so he got it. He got him a dub. Oh well. You really think he was going to go out a loser, man? You should have reevaluated. He cheated. Reevaluate your life. Reevaluate your check yourself. All right. I went wrong going with unfortunately with my Tigers, and you followed my lead, but um, yeah. What? uh, Let's uh, let's talk about that for a minute. Let's unpack that because if you listen to our show last week, ironically enough, our outrageous take that Hunter was. Fan submitted. Fan submitted. Um, Thanks for that. Yep, so we'll yep, give yep, some yep. credit to that. They need to give you a, a – Ohio State owes us some money. Right, right. Uh, the If you didn't listen last week, we'll fill you in. We, we do one take a week that we call our outrageous take, and we've been letting fans of ours on Instagram put up a poll. We put up a poll, and they put up 
uh, answers. And for two weeks in a row, folks, we've gotten fans involved. Outstanding. So numbers. last week's we was... We appreciate uh, the, uh, yeah, the outreach. We do. We love it when you guys get involved. So last week um, was somebody put, Ohio State will destroy Clemson. And Hunter was forced to <laughs> go against his Tigers it's and true. support that. And what's kind of crazy is the outrageous take became reality. Uh, basically. I, yeah. uh, somebody must have been listening. I don't know if it was a scout or uh, an <laughs> offensive be. coordinator, defensive coordinator on that staff. Yeah. We, somebody we had, listened to We had really plus. good listens on our on our uh, episode last week. I think they might have been coming highest. from Ohio. Whew, you, you might be on to something. Because they had a good game plan, and it was almost to the T what I said could happen to that right. Tigers defense mainly. Yeah. Offense played well. Yeah, Trevor played so. good last game. Unfortunately, it is his last game yeah. he declared. But uh, all the love to him and boy Jack Carmen he also declared. So yeah, so tough to see them go, but it was a great great run, and uh, he's one of the best man. Ready to see a big Cinco we call him. Yeah, DJ. He's, he's, he looks promising, especially against Notre Dame. Well, I let you talk about Clemson. I'm going to end uh, our little recap Ooh. with, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell us about it. Let me tell you about it. <clears throat> Good game. Maybe one of the best games of the bowl week. Yeah. This uh, I think it's definitely yeah. I think definitely the best game out of the big the big bowls. I don't know if y'all watched it. I said it, it was going to be back and forth. <sighs> Let me tell you something. I don't know if y'all watched it. But Cincinnati thought, they thought <laughs> for a second, we deserve to be on this stage. And they, we they want, do. We want Bama. We do. They're like, yeah, they were calling out Bama. They were ready to do a little UCF from three years ago. They were ready to do it. Declare the national championship. And JT Daniel said, hold up, wait a minute, put a little me in it. Mm. And you know what he did? He drove down that field. With his scrawny legs. Don't worry about it. The man (laughs) got scrawny legs, but he got a cannon. And let me tell you something. What did I tell you last week was going to happen? I told you, remember one name. He was going to have a good game. George Pickens. He had an incredible catch. Oh, that's a bad man. That is a bad man. If you look at his statistics before, yeah, before. Uh, JT Daniels came in, they were pedestrian because mm-hmm. he's never had a good quarterback. But as soon as JT Daniels came in, this man is chunking out 100-yard games, chunking them out like it's nobody's business. Mossing people left and right, scoring touchdowns. And what do we do? Excuse me. Got to be objective here. What does Georgia do? They drive down the field against Cincinnati's defense that was really good all came game long. Came to play. Came to play. Shut down the run. Of all things, they shut down the run at Georgia. And JT Daniels said, don't worry about it. I got you guys. Drove us down Swing the field, it. and then he put us in position for a very long field goal. And our man comes out and knocks his career-long field goal to win the game, right? 22-21. Oh, but Georgia wasn't done. We said a two-point – I mean, a one-point game is not good enough. So what do we do? We sack that quarterback on the last play of the game in the end zone, win 24-21. Didn't quite cover the spread. But, yeah, that was a really good game. And I, I have to give it to Cincinnati. They showed up to play. Showed up to play. So, talked a little bit about your Tigers. Talked a little bit about my dogs. That gets it was us. a fun bowl weekend. It um, was. It, we're you know considering it was a tough night, <laughs> but uh, the game. Luckily, the games before that uh, were good. So then, I could just go to. I went to bed you know <laughs> soon after the game. Let's right. just say that. Yeah, I can understand that. So that leads us into all the bowl games are over. There are so. no more bowl games. Except the, the playoffs are over, and there's just one thing left to do, and okay. that's to crown. We gotta crown somebody. We gotta crown somebody, the 2020-2021 season national champ. The ultimate dancer. The ultimate dancer. Dancing's been going on, but this is the ultimate dancer. So we've got the 
third seed, Ohio State Buckeyes, currently sitting at 7-0, and against the number one seed, Alabama Crimson Tide, who did exactly the Notre Dame what I think we all thought they were going to do. Okay. Actually, was maybe a little lackluster. I thought there was going to be worse than that. Yeah. But, I mean, it, I mean, they still beat them badly, but I thought it was going to be a little worse than that. But whatever. Basically took out. I don't think Smith played after halftime. Really. Yeah, yeah. He got three touchdowns, and he said, I'm done. So, uh, yeah, so we've got Alabama. We've got Ohio State. We put a poll up the day after the game, the, the semifinals, and we said, who's going to win this game? Ohio State and Bama. What was the results of that? 100% Bama. Nobody 100%. picked Ohio State. Wow. Not a, not a person picked no Ohio love. State. No love. No love at all. No love at all. But you know what? We didn't say what we thought. Because we knew you guys would be waiting for today, for okay. for the for the pod, and we're gonna tell you what we think, right here. We're gonna tell you who we think wins the national championship and why. Score prediction? You got a score? Oh, I got a score. I got a score. I've been sitting and thinking on this one, okay. stewing, stewing, it. stewing. I've been deep in it, not really stewing it. A little stew. A little different way of brainstorming. Okay, deep in it. I'm stewing. You're deeping. Yeah, we'll see if. Those com- these ideas conflict. Yeah. That. Well, why don't you give us your deep first, and then I'll stew. I have been deep in it, and um, you know, Alabama looked—they almost looked immortal all season. Yeah. And like you said, they might have came out a little lackluster in that uh, semifinal game, but uh, you know, I—I I, this there's—they're gonna get Jalen Waddle back, so that's two. In the first round, wide receivers on the one on the edge, Waddle. They can put him anywhere. Man, this is it's a dangerous team playing at a high level right now. You can't. I mean, the running running game with Najee Harris is explosive, and he can catch now. They got to. I mean, there's really no weakness with this team. So Ohio State played. I think well, definitely their best game of the season. Oh yeah. So now they're gonna have to either play that to that same level or even maybe even more. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to be a tall task for a team that, I mean, it's still has only played seven games now. So, yeah, um, I think mainly Alabama controls it and, but Ohio state keeps it close because that high powered offense and Alabama's defense has got scored on a little bit this year. But I think, uh, in the end, Alabama's going to be able to get it done. I have 41-38. So it's going to be a good game. Yeah, and then but I feel like trash touchdown at the end maybe and uh, okay. Like it's so like a, they're going to try to get an onside kick to uh, okay. and it's just so it's going to look closer than it really was. Ooh. All right. Well, well I mean you, man. that could happen. That's your that's your deep here's my stew. I stewed it. As I sat I watched both. Cooking it. I bought I, I didn't to be fair, okay, I watched Alabama Notre Dame for about a half, and I was like, "This is boring." <laughs> I don't. I know what's going to happen. I don't have anything else to do. And then I came and watched Clemson and Ohio State. I actually watched the whole game. Watched the whole game from start to finish. Um, because I mean, I, I'm not saying I was rooting for Ohio State, but I, I mean, I, I got a little emotional ties with Justin Fields. You know, he used to, once a dog, always a dog, right? Um, even though he kind of left because he was scared of competition. But we won't go there. We, we will not go there. Oof. Sorry, Justin. <laughs> you know, if you're listening, I'm listener. sorry. Yeah, um, which might be why they won because he he took notes on your there your you take. Go. I know it um, might have been him. It might have been him. We don't know. But as I watched that game, and about the second half, when I was like, okay, it's going to clearly be Ohio State and Alabama, I, I tried to start thinking, okay, could he do this against Alabama? 
the same stuff he's doing against Clemson. Because no offense to Clemson, but like we said going into the game, secondary is a little suspect. Yeah. And they showed to be very suspect. Very. And uh, and I think the the hurry up offense of Ohio State kept Brent Venables off a little bit because I, I think he he really likes to throw in at the last second and keep it keep the other, the offense guessing, keep it like a right. chess game. And it hurry didn't really work offense. against hurry up offense that was just on point clicking clicking everywhere so as i was watching that game i was like okay what's gonna happen so i go back and watch the highlights of the sec championship with kyle trask in florida and florida was able to move the ball up and down on alabama's defense which is why i'm gonna say this i don't think alabama or excuse me i don't think ohio state's gonna have that much of a problem doing it either there you go because trey sermon that's a, that's a very very good running back. Oh yeah, it's a bad man. Looks very healthy. It looks very healthy. Injury. Looks very good. And that was the part that impressed me the most about Ohio State's win. I, I can the see line. if you would have told me, yeah, if you would have told me that Justin Fields had a really good game, not six touchdowns. That's a little outrageous. But if you would have told me he had a really good game throwing the ball, I wouldn't have been that surprised because Clemson's defense has been a little suspect at times. This year, yeah. This year. But if you would have told me that they would have ran the ball as well as they did. Against Clemson's front seven, that was that I would have been like, no, you're you're crazy, yeah, you're crazy on that one. And they did. The offensive line was getting pushed. And here's the other thing too, Ohio State's defensive line is nasty, mm-hmm. nasty. It yeah. is hard. It is hard, just as hard to run on Alabama, or excuse me, just as hard to run Ohio State up the middle than any team this year, period. And it really looks like one of those like nasty Alabama defenses. Maybe their back, you know, is not as good. But their front seven is pretty, pretty dang good, especially oh, yeah. their defense line. So, having said that, how are you factoring that in? I'm factoring it all in here. It's been stewing on the on the pressure Man, cooker. You don't know how bad I wanted, how bad I was so close to picking okay. Alabama. I mean, excuse me, so close to picking okay. Ohio State in this game. I'm I was this close. it in OSU. But you know what? If this was an Alabama of old, with a subpar quarterback, and they just ran the ball down his throat. And they expected their defense to shut people down. I would pick Ohio State. Wow, but this is not an Alabama of old. Crazy this is an Alabama that's like, you know what? Go ahead and score on us. What do we care? We're Najee. just gonna throw it around to Devontae Smith, and Najee Harris, Na- Najee Harris, and maybe Waddle if he plays. I don't know. He's gonna, looks like he's gonna play. Okay. Well, we'll see how healthy he is. But even if even if he's not healthy, I mean, the he's weapons are attention. everywhere. Yeah, yep. he's gonna draw attention. The weapons are everywhere. And here we go. Here's my X factor for the game. X factor. I think everything almost negates. You have Justin Fields, I think, is a better quarterback than Mac Jones. You have Devontae Smith is a better wide receiver than anybody in Ohio State, and I don't think that's even a discussion. And then you got the Najee Harris, Trey Sermon, who's the better running back. You could really go either way, and both their offensive lines are really good. Are you ready for the X factor? It's one man. I'm going to Patrick Sertan. On the defense mm. for Alabama, I think that's one man. I think he's able to he's make definitely improve. I remember oh, yeah. him getting beat in the national championship yeah. game and uh, came back the next year and looked good. Looked this year good. he looked good, so I think he's going to be the the difference maker. I think he's going to be able to make a play here at the end of the game. I think it's going to be a very 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 good game, mm. extremely good. And I think classic instant classic. oh instant classic. I'm calling for an instant classic. I've got the Tide winning, forty two to thirty five. Yeah. Close to mine. Yeah. I think Alabama scores a touchdown late to go up seven. Ohio State gets the ball maybe on the last drive, and they're just not able to do it. Yeah. But I think this is a back and forth. Instant classic. Instant Can't classic. Glue to your seat. Can't miss. You're going to want to wear I don't know what you're doing early. Monday night, but watch it. 
Bring the food into the living room so you don't got to go in the kitchen and grab it. Nope. Yep, you're going to want to sit there. Maybe at halftime you can get up and move, but that's it. That's it. So, yeah, I'm going to go. Begrudgingly, I'm going to pick Alabama. Or uh, when they call it, inevitably call it targeting play that ruins <laughs> that the whole game for everybody. That seems to be like an Ohio State-Clemson thing, though. It seems to be like that. That's their thing. That's their thing. They call, they call it Ohio have, State last year. They call it Clemson. <laughs> you'll have about five minutes there, too. Get, do whatever you want. Cause <laughs> they're going to call one of those. Well, yeah, Thanks, Big 12 refs. <laughs> and uh, that was another thing. They let that. G- they were letting the offenses go. Yeah, for like some holds. Some. Yeah, it seems like big. Tw- it seemed like Big 12 football. Well, yeah, game. Big 12. They don't. They don't know what to call a defense. They don't. They don't know. It's crazy, man. Um, yeah, but I think, I think it's gonna be a really good game, and I would love to pick Ohio State just because I'm not. And not even saying this because I don't like Alabama. I mean. For the record, I don't like Alabama, but <laughs> I'm not saying that because of this. It's just I would like to see Ohio State win for two reasons. One, Justin Fields. I still like him, even though he left us. Could have been our quarter. Well, we, you know, we got JT Daniels. We don't need you. Anyway, that's <laughs> your hot take for today. Um, hey, JT Daniels is undefeated as a starter at Georgia. I don't know what he did at <laughs> USC, but as a starter at Georgia, he's undefeated. But anyways, um, but the, for the second reason is, I'm just, I don't know about you, but I'm so tired of Alabama. Just It's an Alabama fatigue. I'm just tired oh of yeah. it. I liked last year to see LSU and Clemson. Like, that's a great, that's great. It's not well, a national championship that happened before. Change of pace, sort of. Change of pace. And then this year, I mean, yeah, I, get, I guess I can be, a, and you're not going to like this, but I guess I can be a little thankful that it's not Clemson and Alabama again. <laughs> that it's something different, but still it's Alabama. Yeah, I would have really have liked to see Ohio State and somebody else. But, I mean, you know, beggars can't be choosers. And I think once again, Alabama's gonna be hoisting up that trophy at the end of the night. Oh yeah. <sighs> I won't be able to get a point back there. It looks like. Uh, nope. I nope. thought about going to OSU because I knew. I mean, obviously the picks Alabama, so I thought about going to OSU. I could definitely see them winning, but I'm I'm gonna try to s- play it safe. I gotta I gotta make some smart <laughs> picks if I really want to try to come back here. But we got the well. We got in a minute. We'll talk about the the wild card weekend in the NFL, and you might be able to make up some. Some ground there, yeah. But the other thing that happened as as we we move on in, in the week is not only the games, but we got the first ever virtual Heisman ceremony. That was they're all in their different spots. And uh, Trevor Lawrence never left the film room. I don't know if you noticed I that he was still in the film room from <laughs> after the game. He he went back in and he you know he didn't. And also give Trevor Lawrence props. He didn't shave the mustache. No. After he the got, reporter cl- uh, tried to clown him. I'm going to say try to clown him because she got clowned. I hope she got fired. She sounded jealous and bitter is what I heard. Oh, it was so Another bitter. jealous, bitter reporter. Man, this stash is beautiful. Dude's like what? What is he, like 20, 21? Yeah. I don't know how old. And she's like some 40-year-old woman telling some kid. I mean, he's a kid. I mean, he's our age. I shouldn't say he's a kid, <laughs> but I'm just saying like, get out of here. Come get on. Get out of here. You salty, girl. Salt. Bruh. Salt level. She needs to check her salt. Salt level midnight. <laughs> That's what she at. Little office reference, except for threat level. Yeah, it's definitely. Unfor- I mean, I don't know why she even said that, but I mean, keep. That's one of those thoughts you just keep to yourself. Is it the greatest mustache in the world? Maybe not. No. Maybe it's not. It could use some work, but we don't. S- you after gotta, the loss, you man. You disparage a man right after then? a loss. All right, don't kick a man while he's Mute down. Mute your mic, man. Mute one your man. mic. Mute or just keep it in your head. Keep it in your head. Mute your mic. But yeah, I thought it was kind of funny to see him. He just he was chilling he in took, the, the well. film room. He took it well. Yeah, he, he took he took the comment well. I mean, oh, okay. he, yeah, he, he, he probably he's probably thinking, why should I care? I'm about to be a millionaire in a year. 
yeah. nine months, really, and you over here working for some newspaper ain't nobody heard about. There you go. So yeah, what he well, can After this, I'd like to get a, a few months, a checkup on her in a few months. Yeah, we'll see. see what box we'll have her on the show. In. <laughs> we'll get what box she's living in. On the She'll side be our first guest on Third Month. So you can just let her have it. Let her have it. <laughs> Yeah, um, so you saw Devontae Smith's watch party with about <laughs> 150 people. They yes. said they were social distance. But it did not look social distance to me. I, unless the rules changed about three <laughs> feet, and I didn't notice it. Yeah, it used to be six feet and like no more than 10 people in a room, and now it's like three feet and 150. However many you really want, as long as there's a celebration. Yes. Somebody winning the Heisman. Or Notre Dame rushing the field. <laughs> but yeah. I thought it was so interesting. interesting. It was very. It was definitely interesting. Uh, this whole COVID thing's been interesting. I was gonna say this whole year, but I forgot we're in a new year. This whole COVID thing's been pretty interesting. Everything seems to be weird, and it was it was weird to see them all four in different. Because I always like to watch the Heisman ceremony because you see like all these old time, the Heisman's, the guys that won it in the past. Sure. And uh, we didn't really get. To, I mean, they were virtually there. Yeah. But it's, what was funny is they were mostly old men and <laughs> didn't know how to use technology. <laughs> So they're here. Nice. <laughs> I don't even know if they yeah, knew they were they getting recorded. Get, uh, get it together next year. I want. Yeah. I like the old ceremony um, where we can judge the socks that the uh, Heisman is wearing. Lamar, thanks, Lamar. Yeah, I uh, I was excited that Devonte Smith won it. Hey, yeah, there we go. Um, I was excited about he that. Called it. I did call it. I did. Call I it. wanted to call it. I will say I'm glad he won. Uh, yes. If Trevor wasn't going to win it. That's who I wanted to take it home. I believe I said that, but yeah, super uh, happy that you know wide receiver got some love. I was shocked you said Trevor. I was shocked he got second. I really thought that they were going to factor in the fact that he missed what two games was it two? I, I really thought they were going to factor that in, but they didn't. I thought they disrespected Kyle Trask is, um, badly. Conspiracy time! <laughs> I have a conspiracy. All right, man. let us in on your conspiracy, man. We were told, and you can verify. You were told. We are told as a as the public, that the voting stops before the championship weekend. Yeah, we I, I was that. told that. Personally. That, that's what's supposed to be common knowledge. Right. I'm going to go out. Of, this is my conspiracy that they say that, but there's people sending in votes after. You can tell. You're telling me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, that Florida-Oklahoma game, it sounds like they might have got a little peep on that. Yeah. <laughs> how did he finish fourth, but he had more. Yeah. More touchdowns. More touchdowns. More yards. Than Trevor. Yeah, and Mac. And Mac. Are you kidding? And finish behind him. And yeah. then Devontae Smith wins it after scoring three touchdowns in the championship game. Right. Well, I think, I don't know. It, I don't, there's just, it's almost like we talked about with the, the college football playoff committee. It's like the Heisman's becoming more inconsistent than, I mean, it's just, it feels inconsistent. Cause like, I don't know if they penalize him because his team lost three games or two, if your conspiracy theory is not right. Two mm-hmm. that they knew about. Right. Yeah. Two if they knew about because it, it would have been Alabama yeah. and LSU. But um, I just I don't I mean like RG three won it and he was I think they were eight and four that year when he won it. Lamar Jackson won it and they were eight and four. So I mean I just don't get why I'm not saying he should have won it, but I thought he should have been second. I mean he was more impressive than now I know Matt Jones. If it's a numbers award, he was yeah. more impressive than like Lawrence. I will say that he had Mac more Jones. picks than Matt Jones, and Matt Jones also had I believe they said the highest QBR in college football that's been since it's been recorded. So that's impressive. Yeah. So I mean, they may have just put more stock in that, and they they didn't like the fact that Kyle Trask turned the ball over a little bit more. I mean, he did. I think he had eight picks, but I think that's including the Oklahoma fiasco. For some reason, this year they decided to give the wide receiver position all the love and yeah credit 
I mean, he did score 20 touchdowns. Yeah. I figured they would factor it in that Mac Jones was the one that tossed them all those, but yeah, that uh, maybe I think it was a punt punt return touchdown late in the season. Yeah. Took him over the edge. They exactly. was everybody was saying that was so, sort of his Heisman moment. And you mentioned one earlier in the season. Yeah, well, against Georgia, they were. Uh, I mean, it wasn't their offense wasn't stagnant, but Georgia was up, and then the game was momentum was swinging back and forth, and then Devontae Smith just said, "I'll take this from here." But from here on out, man, I'm I'm skeptical about that. I've been skeptical since Deshaun never took one home. That's another <laughs> argument for another segment. But another man, full of conspiracy theories today. This uh, the Heisman is sus, officially is sus in my book. I'm following it in the suspect drawer. I like it. We need to review this later on. I agree. Maybe so, maybe we'll talk about it later. Uh, before we move on from college football, we also got a comment, a fan comment. Fan uh, submission. Just, yeah, we're going to talk about this for a little bit. Um, they said that we should talk about topic. this. It is. It is. It's something good, that pertinent uh, to today's football, Yeah, you know, college football, bowl time. Yeah, and so, so the, the topic, the question was, what do we think about players opting out of bowl games right so i mean hunter what do you what do you think about that well i think that there's a clear way that we you know fix this issue you're not gonna and you're not gonna like it daniel oh uh, you're whoa. gonna hate it i'm gonna hate it i think you're gonna hate know. it you don't know me man i know you i could love well. it i know how to i know how to solve this issue all right let me hear because it because the people op- the, the players opting out seem to be these um you know f- First, second round talents in the NFL draft coming up. Third round talent, maybe even. Okay. So it's the best players on either the best teams that don't make the playoffs, or you know the best player on you know some power five teams or right. popular teams, whatever. So that to get those guys more, you got to make the, the the gist of it is you got to make the bowl games mean more again. They used to mean more back in the BCW, yeah. BCS era. They There's don't a mean big thing to win BCS bowls. Yeah. The only two games that matter right now are the semifinal games and then the championship game. Absolutely. Yep. We got to make the bowl games mean more. Um, so, you know, how the only way we do that, Daniel, is we do oh, it. Yeah. We increase the playoffs. I know you don't like that oh. answer. <laughs> but I got a variation we might could try for us, but um, – I think that's the answer because that solves all the that that also includes all these teams that um, these players are opting out from. That gives them a reason to to care and continue to play at the end of the season. Still try to win you know, the big chip. Yeah. Okay. And yet that does just inherently make the games mean more, man. They they're if you if you're the eighth seed, you still got something to play for. You could win out. Get uh, you know, have a good stretch and win the championship. That that maybe uh, you know, Georgia had a few players opt out. Oh, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Maybe you're taking your argument. You're trying to you're trying to come at they, me with they the heartstrings. They came in number nine or in at nine, yeah. so it d- yeah, it wouldn't be an eighteen player. The but like, string. there's teams like that that have a few players that opt out every year. That maybe we could avoid if the games mean a little bit more. They have mm-hmm. a n- one more opportunity. To, it might. Well, I guess it might just delay it one week, you know, if they get yeah. bounced out in round one. I guess they're going to declare the next week. But, yeah, you know, I think it that's one way to do it. Or, you know, I thought I deep this. I stewed it a little bit. I actually stewed, stewed this one right. on my pressure cooker. Okay. All right. How long did you let it sit? Man, I deeped on this one all week. Whoa. How about this? Overcooked. <laughs> we'll see. We can let a, we can put a poll about it. If it's <laughs> Ask if it was overcooked. How about a Power 5 playoff? And then a non-power five playoff. Wow! So that 
that is, opens up the opportunity for, I mean, even if we want to do the non-Power 5 playoff as an 18 playoff and leave the Power 5 as like a, you know, well, it'd obviously just be out of five. We could do that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. That'd be interesting, man. I think the gist of it is we got to make these games mean more for these players. That's how we keep them opted in to the games. Will we will we be able to make a change like that? Uh, hopefully soon. But last time it came up for you know voting, didn't it get it got declined recently? Yeah, so yeah. We'll see how that goes. That's that's my solution. What, what's okay. your thoughts on the issue and how you know you have a solution for us? I actually have a controversial opinion on this because I hear this a lot. I hear a lot a lot of people like complain and get about it, and they're like, "Oh, players." I'm actually for it. For it, I am for players opting out of bowls, and I, I get what you're saying. Like, if we made bowls matter more, then they should play and all this stuff. And, I, and you have a point there. Obviously, if they were playoff games, they wouldn't be opting out because I mean, nobody opts out of playoff games. You don't see Trevor Lawrence going, "Nah, I'm good. I'm not playing." Argument <laughs> one. Thank you. He's like, "All right, well then we'll move on." Nice. But what I was gonna say was, I like when players opt out. I really do Whoa. for for several reasons. Number one, I think we get so passionate and. It hits more at home when your teams is the one that's doing it. Like Georgia had a good bit of players against Cincinnati that said they didn't want to play, and that's been the case for Georgia for the past three years because we were in the Sugar Bowl twice, and then we were in this Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, and and the past three years we've had our seniors who knew they were going to the NFL draft and also juniors that declared didn't want to play, and they're big names that are playing in the NFL right now that have done that on all teams, not just Georgia. I'm just talking about personal experience but what i like about it is two reasons number one i think we get so wrapped up in in football and we think that they should be playing every game and that this isn't this we also have to realize you this is your shot like this is these kids guys dreams is to make it to the nfl sure and it's something like one point whatever percentage of college football players actually make it to the nfl and these guys have a chance yeah and i think if you look at it I mean, what what do you have to benefit? Even with the BCS bowls, like yeah, you want a BCS bowl. It's nice to say, and I guess you could argue there's a supposed to be competitive spirit and all this. Doesn't other earn you money at the next level. At the end of the to day, be an orange bowl champion or you get, yeah, you're you're asking Duke's these, Mayo Bowl right? champion. Yeah, right. You're asking these guys that they could take care of their families. They could. I mean, some of them, some guys are in some rough situations when they start playing football, and football's the way out of that for them, and out of, for their families too. And we're asking them to no, 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 no strap up the belt bowls coming you know what i mean yeah. so i'm not mad i don't i don't mind when they do it Dick's i mean sporting goods bowl right i think about some of the better performances i'm going to just talk about georgia because that's my heart is the dogs that's what you know i think about some defensive tackles sitting out against tcu and like this is like four or five years ago and trenton thompson just going off and having a game and nobody had heard of trenton thompson he was a high recruit but he comes out and just shows who he is. Gives a chance for gets, he finally, he gets somebody a chance, else to step right? up, next man up. I think of the Belt Bowl. I made fun of it. But we played Louisville. <laughs> um, and little, a little known guy who had a pretty good freshman season, but he ended it with a nasty game. Name, I don't know if you ever heard of him. Name's Nick Chubb. Oh, I heard of him. <laughs> but I had I a recall. pretty decent game <laughs> with, with getting more carries. So I'm just Some I'm thinking back points. on those. And I like I like seeing those games. I like I liked watching some of the younger guys play in the New Year's New Year's Six Bowls this year. Um, so I'm not totally I'm not on the they should play every game. I'm just sure. not on that bandwagon because it just doesn't make sense to me. If you know you can make it in the NFL, now it's one thing if like 
Yeah, I think it would be a little weird if somebody sat out a college football playoff game. True. Like if Trevor Lawrence would have tweeted, yeah, I'm not feeling it. Just to keep my uh, injury free. Uh, yeah. I don't want to play in the playoffs. Yeah, I think that would be one thing. But these other bowls, like, they don't matter. And, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. We should make more games matter. But also kind of like, I'm going to go Ricky Bobby here. If you ain't first, you last. <laughs> and, uh, you know. So when if we're gonna complain about bowls not not mattering, I just say win more games, get the playoffs. That's what I say. Stop sucking. Get good or get mad. I guess. Get good or get mad, kid. But uh, yeah, that's what I would say. So to answer your question, fan of ours, Hunter seems like he he gave some good solutions, and I would just say to those that I don't want to say this doesn't seem like me, but to those (laughs) that get onto these these kids about they should play every game. Suck it up, Buttercup. That's what I would say. These, <laughs> these guys have their they had their future in mind, and I don't mind them doing that. Maybe if you're nicer to them, they'll throw you a dollar or two. Right. Out of their co- rookie deal. Right. I mean, send yeah. them a tweet on Twitter and ask for a, yeah. cer- a signed jersey, and they might might reciprocate that. I would just say dreams and financial security are a little bit bigger than winning the Belk Bowl. Okay. I don't yeah. even know who won the Belt Bowl this year. But congratulations. Didn't Wisconsin win the – who won the Duke-Mayo Bowl and broke the trophy? Was it Wisconsin? Yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. lit. All right. But uh, that that concludes Col- talking about college yeah, football. Be bowl. And that's pre- probably the last, last week we really talk about it because right. next week we'll just – We'll talk about the natty yeah. results. And, of course, you know, in the offseason we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll – Sprinkle it back in. There'll be some head coaching, uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, head coaching changes, changes Texas and all that good like stuff. So we'll, we'll talk about that for sure. For sure, but... We won't forget about the old college football realm. We won't forget you. It's been good to us through five episodes so far. So yeah, but I the next, the next the couple ne- episodes, we'll be talking about, obviously, playoffs, and then, oh, three weeks from now, you know what we're talking about. I don't, I, don't, I can't. I'm yeah. not going to start it. We can't do it. But you know my boy Connor coming back. I'm excited for the Ooh. UFC. I am so excited for the UFC to get kicked back up. Right. Don't even understand. But there's something else. Uh, I would say... Pretty significant happening this weekend, and that is the NFL Wild Card yes Weekend. Yes, sir. This is the first time ever we're going to have six, count them, six wild card games because of the new formulation of the playoffs. Only one team gets a, gets a bye. In the NFC, it was the Green Bay Packers. AFC was the Kansas City Chiefs. Both got their number one seed, so they get to sit at home and watch the chaos. So for the first time ever, we're getting... Two seeds versus seven seeds. Pretty exciting stuff. I like it. So we got a we got a weekend full of NFL football, and I'm excited for it. And what we're gonna do here, we're gonna tell you who's gonna win them. Well, one of us is, and then the other one, if you know, if we, unless we pick the same one. There we go. I'm not gonna. I'm not coming at it with confidence like Hunter did a couple weeks ago. He <laughs> said he got everything right. Hey, I'm not ready for that I yet. I felt it. I have the lead. Do I play well with the lead? We're gonna find out. We're gonna find out here. The picks are already made, but yeah, the picks are already made. I'm not. I'm not gonna back off if. if uh, but I don't. Twitter has me to change it if I see I need to make some point. <laughs> point less, move. Less I mean, I got. You might have to for. Where for else can I? I can't get no points. It's true. So we will start with the first game. We're gonna do in chronological order when they first happen. The first game is the Indianapolis Colts at the Buffalo Bills. Hunter, who you got? Man. Buffalo Bills been looking on fire. Josh Allen had a great season. He's uh, continued momentum. That team is also dealing with some COVID issues, I believe. Um, no, that that's the uh, Browns. Excuse me. Yeah, um, the Browns. But, uh, 
Browns and Bills too close together, man. Two Bs. Uh, no, but the Bills are you know going strong. So the Colts, they are great on defense, but uh, a little underwhelming this year on offense. Philip Rivers, he's a game manager really now at this point in his career. Don't look for him to yeah. win you any uh, drive down the field and do any game winning drives. Agreed. If that's um, needed, look for the other man on the other side of the field to do it, Josh Allen. So um, I got the Bills winning 35-27 this game pretty easy. All Need right. It. I also am going with Buffalo. I just think they're a well-rounded team, better on both sides of the ball than Indianapolis. Indianapolis defense is very good, but Buffalo's is also very good. And I think, like I said a couple of weeks ago, and I think I was wrong, but I'm going to keep to my guns here, when teams are similar in – talent but they're not really because i think buffalo with stefan diggs and josh i know on that uh on that offense kind of gives it a leap over an old philip rivers no offense you if you're prediction? yeah i'm gonna go uh, buffalo 28 colts 17 so okay, 28 17 game, yeah than I'm expecting. that brings us to uh los angeles rams yeah at the seattle seahawks in seattle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no 12th man favorite. though because no. of COVID. Actually, right. Who do you have? Um, I think this is going to be one of those games where you're like, why is this other team in the playoffs? <laughs> That's what I think. Um, I was high on the Rams a little bit because their defense looked like really good. And then I don't know what's happening to them lately, but they're just kind of falling apart at the seams here. Jared Goff is questionable. He's been hurt the past couple has of he weeks. Ever not, has he ever shed that f- truly, that, that questionable – status <laughs> i don't know i don't know he yeah i don't trust him in big games um but i also don't trust him against seattle and i will never unless i need to when pick against russell wilson at home unless it's just like the discrepancy is that big i'm gonna have to go with seattle i think it's actually gonna be a pretty low scoring game though um i think seattle wins 24 to 7 against the rams wow. yeah i don't think the rams are gonna be able to produce much offense Jamal Adams is playing. I think that's yeah. going to factor in a lot. And yeah, Seattle's not a terrible defense. I mean, they, they they give up yards and stuff, and I'm not saying – but I just – the Rams' offense to me is just – it's not it. Yeah. It's not it. It's You're not going to cut it. that in the suspect with the uh, Heisman. Yeah. So I'm going to go 24-7 Seahawks. 24-7. I like that. Um, I'm going to have to agree with that the Seahawks are able to get this uh, game in the win column. Russell Wilson, one of the best in the game. Um, X Factor can do whatever you need to do. DJ, er, DJ, DK Metcalf. Yeah. Can run right by you, jump over you, whatever he's got to do. Um, and the Rams, like you said, they, they have sometimes just been too suspect, and I can't trust them. Why well, trust them now in a I big game uh, away where, uh, where they're going against Russell Wilson in a high powered offense? I like them to score Seattle to score twenty four points and the Rams too. Um, this might be a little bit ambitious. I, I okay. think he might be closer to the right score. I got him at twenty two points, but wow, um, so it's a real close game. I like. I mean, I like Robert Woods and Cooper Cup, but that all is dependent on how old Goffy Goff plays. So. Yeah, definitely. And he's he's playing banged up too. So I mean. We'll right. see. We'll see. Um, so that leads us to, oh gosh, <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at, I can't believe they have a home field advantage, but they do, at the, the football Washington team. football team. 
We're here to play football. Ron Rivera. Yeah. The man, the myth, the legend. He got him in the NFC lease, and he said, we're going to win this thing. Potential uh, Deshaun Watson landing spot. We're going to win this because Philadelphia said, we don't want the game. Get out of here, Jalen Hurts. (laughs) Oh, that was sad, man. Woo, bad, bad, bad. bad. I love how you handle that. You got to love it. Got to love it. Doug. Old Dougie Doug Doug. Hunter, what is your score prediction? What's going to happen in this game? Well, I think this game, I mean, Tom Brady's on a mission, man. So this the fo- year so the football team wins. Right. No. <laughs> Washington. And then, and then we wake up wake <laughs> up afterwards and realize and then that you Tom turn the Brady Xbox off. threw for four touchdowns again for Ooh. like the what fourth or fifth time this yeah. year. Um and the Buccaneers hang forty on them, forty two to sixteen. Wow. Look for Tom to I mean, look for him to even not even have to play in the fourth quarter, maybe. Ah, uh, yeah. I could give you my analysis of this and what I think is going to happen, but I'm not going to bore people because I, this is just a waste of my time. Waste of everybody's time. We all know what's going to happen. Tampa Bay wins the game. I've got them winning 31-10. Let's just move on to the next one. I don't think there's much more to say about that. The next one should be good, Ooh, though. Now this one. Revenge game. We've got the Baltimore Ravens at the Tennessee Titans. This is a really, really intriguing game because it's happened a lot so far. It looks like Tennessee's got Baltimore's number. It does. Uh, they beat them in the playoffs handedly last year when Baltimore was hot and they thought Baltimore was the thing. So, Hunter, having said that, does Tennessee continue the streak of beating up on poor Baltimore or does Baltimore figure out a way to do it? That is truly the question. And I've, you know, I've tried to deep it, I've tried to stew it. This time I had to reach out to Lifeline. Ooh. And um, I asked, I just asked my spiritual self. <laughs> he meditated. Yeah, did some yoga. I had to deep think about this, but to my spiritual, on a spiritual level. Um, and you know what happened to me when I on that spiritual level? What did your spiritual self tell you? I got picked up somewhere by the air. Oh, you can't see it, folks, but he's he's his arms are moving. By he's floating raven. by a raven, nonetheless. What? Okay. A raven. Yes. I was in a raven's mouth. In a raven's it was mouth. Flying me. Did it drop you off? To the promised land. Oh. <laughs> are you I picking the, the Baltimore Ravens? I got the Ravens to stop the streak. They're, they're on a hot streak. Yeah, they themselves. are. Lamar is playing better and better every week. And um, Mark Andrews is playing well. Running game, they're one of the best running teams. If they're the best running football oh, yeah. team in the league. If you don't have Derrick Henry. Yeah, which yeah, other yeah. team does. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. if Tannehill doesn't have a sharp game, it might prevent them from getting print third down or converting third downs and I like the Ravens to win a close game uh 29 to 23. Okay. What about you? Well, Hunter, it's in Nashville. Yeah, it is in Nashville, but it's hard to, I mean, home field advantage barely even matters this year, but what I will say this, if if you if I were to ask you, Hunter, my favorite player in the NFL is obviously Matthew Stafford. But if I were to ask you who my second favorite, my guy is, who would you say it is? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Folks, I believe in Lamar. And I know he's listening to ESPN and Fox Sports, and they're all telling him, oh, he can't win a playoff game. He's 0-2 in the playoffs. But let me tell you something. Lamar is coming for blood this weekend. He is coming for blood this weekend. And Tennessee's defense ain't going to be able to stop him. They're not going to be able to do it. And I want there is some passion in this game between Tennessee and Baltimore. They do not like each other. It's going to be a fun one to watch. But I'm going to roll with my boy Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. I think 
offensively. They are clicking in the past few weeks, and they're going to bring that heat to Nashville, and they're going to get it done. Now, I'm not yeah. saying Derrick Henry's not going to get his, but – He got it. Hey, I predi- I would, yeah, I yeah he, got his, he got his 2,000. He got to 2,000. Thanks, Houston. <laughs> yeah. He, he might have been able to get 2,000 in that one game. Uh, they just let him. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to go 28-21 Baltimore. Uh, we it's, we both went Baltimore, yeah. and we're we're believers. I'm believing in Lamar Jackson. So if Lamar, if you're listening, don't do let me us, down. Man. Do it for us. All right. Brings so us to the next game, yeah, uh, this is uh, one of those seven and two seed games. We got the Chicago Bears squeaking in, and they're playing the New Orleans Saints. Wow. With Alvin Kamara questionable if he's going to play or not. I don't I don't know. They're, they're, with the with the COVID regular uh, things, we'll we'll see. But uh, what do you got, Hunter? I think they're aren't they getting Michael. Thomas back or is he? I, I thought I heard something yeah, about Michael I think, Thomas. Yeah, back. I know. He, I, last I saw, he's questionable. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean if that that's definitely a, a difference maker if they do get him back. But um, that team and Sean Payton has shown that they don't need all the pieces to really play as a unit and yeah. play good football. Play they one of the best defenses in the league. And um, the Bears they cannot be they can't seem to find any sort of real consistency on offense. They can find some hot streaks, but it's Mitchell Trubisky against one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. And when I boil that down, <laughs> I, don't I don't like, like the taste of it. <laughs> I don't like what's coming out of the other end. I like the Saints to win a uh, big 32-18. Ooh. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm not, I mean, I don't – I just – there's not a scenario where I see Chicago being able to win this. They have some dogs on that defensive side of the football with Roquan Smith and Khalil Mack, but I just don't see them being able to offensively do anything against New Orleans. Uh, as long as Drew Brees is playing and as long as Sean Payton's coaching and they're in New Orleans, I don't care if there's a crowd or not. It's just hard to it's hard to go against them. And New Orleans defense has really been stepping it up. I, I don't think it's going to be a good game. I, I would advise this would be my must-not-watch list. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to go New Orleans 38, Chicago 21. Wow. Well, it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to – Come back from the <laughs> point yeah. eventually. Not this week, at least. Ruse, but because uh, we're all, we're all in agreement so far, right? Yeah, yeah. Every, every wild card game. This one, though, I feel like maybe Ooh. I don't know though, but you know, I feel like we'll this see. could have a discrepancy. I, I'm gonna just you know, I'm gonna tell you how I'm feeling about this one. This is the, of course the uh, the Browns versus Steelers last game of wild card weekend. Um, it's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, that makes it more interesting. The Steelers, um, and uh, Big Ben is back. Mm-hmm. Big time. From another Big court guy. date. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, oh sheesh. <laughs> That's rough. I'm just saying, the NFL's sketchy with their rules. Kill a few dogs and you get ran out of Atlanta. <laughs> you go to court for sexual Facts. assault. Uh, I can't even you play. It. But uh, we got the Browns uh, rolling into Pittsburgh with the run. With actually running issues. into their yeah. – running in – Ball tucked and COVID yes. in their lungs and just coming for <laughs> COVID issues. Coming for Big Ben's um, lungs and the head and yeah. all that good stuff. Mike Tomlin, they're ta- trying to take him out. Yep, they are. The Browns are missing their head coach and yeah. uh, a few play. I think Jar was it Jarvis Landry that's out. I think. Uh, I don't remember Jarvis Landry. I know, Landry. I know uh, one of their Pro Bowl offensive linemen's out, so that that could be a Jedrick Willis. Thing. I think that rookie, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So. You know what I see? I'm, re- I'm my radar is going off for Ooh. excuse game for Baker Mayfield. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you rocking with the Steelers? Oh yeah. Okay. What's the your Steelers score? Steelers gonna win. Twenty-seven, twenty-three. Wow. 
Baker's going to, oh, I don't have my head coach. Uh, Ooh. I don't uh, have my left confirmed tackle. Baker hater. Confirmed Baker hater. I couldn't do it. I'm not, not mentally say strong it. Say enough. Say how you feel about him, Hunter. Come on, just say it. You don't like him. Say it. I don't like him. Oh, my gosh. Subpar. Oh, well, who do you got to win? I'll tell you who you got to win. You might be somebody's getting either I'm building a lead or I am losing a, a point here because I said three weeks ago, and I will say it again Pittsburgh doesn't win a playoff game this year. I do not trust Pittsburgh. I do not think Pittsburgh is a good, or excuse me, they're a good football team. I was in the playoffs. I don't think they're a great <laughs> football team, but let me tell you the difference, okay? Cleveland Browns can run the football like nobody's business. And it's going to come down to who can run the ball better because these d- two defenses are very good defenses. Pittsburgh's got a little bit of an edge on defense. Uh, they might have the best defense in the league. But offensively, I don't I don't trust them. I mean, they got some they got some weapons. If they can figure it all out, maybe they can do this, but I I'm not I'm not on that boat. I don't think they can figure it out. I don't think they have figured it out. And uh I'm going to go. They got Juju. They got Juju. Yeah. Stop dancing on the logo. <laughs> yeah, they told them to, to shape up. Stop dancing. Um, but they're two hit or miss here. And they peaked. And now they don't look like they're peaking anymore. But I like I like Cleveland to win this game. Wow, finally. I'm, I'm going to get a point, guys. I like you Nick Chubb. I like Nick Chubb. Two, two picks here and try to try to tie no. it up. No. Do we have picks to – I mean, what, what are we picking next week? I thought we – More playoff might. games. And then we stop the count. No, we'll stop it after the Super Bowl. Okay. You got time. I got you time. You good. I was about to try to Nah, yeah, I'm gonna go Cleveland. I, I like I like to see I like to see Nick Chubb run the ball pretty well in this game. I like Baker Mayfield to make the plays when they're necessary and I don't It's know. gonna be cold weather football. <laughs> I talk about it too. You, you talk about time. it a lot. I don't think Pittsburgh's gonna be able to run the ball well enough to win this game. James Conner. One dimensional offense. And I think they're gonna be able to not shut it down, but contain it. So I'm going Cleveland 24, Pittsburgh wow. 21. Definitely going to get a point back there. So appreciate that. Pittsburgh fans that listen to this are going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> like Mama Day. I'm glad. She's, uh, her distaste is growing. She's that, you know, avid Steeler, you know, still Curtain fan. Yeah, yeah. My, my father is a big time Pittsburgh fan. So, Daddy Bird, if you're out there listening, I'm sorry. So you you raised know. me to be a Georgia fan, but you couldn't get me to be a Pittsburgh fan. So, <laughs> so <there>. go Browns. <laughs> go Browns. <laughs> All right. Uh, that brings us to another thing. Uh, the season's over. Yeah. So, it brings us to our um, – the regular season's over. So, I want to talk a little bit about who's going to be our MVP pick. Now, this isn't who we think is going to win. This is just who did we pick. Who did sure. we pick? Sure. So, uh, I'll go first. What I did is I was looking at these guys and I boiled it down to four. So okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I did run. three, but I could I okay. could throw a fourth. I, I boiled it down to the two obvious: Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, and then I threw Josh Allen in there, and then I threw Derrick Henry in there, and then I eliminated Derrick Henry. <laughs> so okay. I only have three, I guess. Eliminated Derrick Henry um, mainly because we all know the MVP is a quarterback award. It's the most important position in football and even more important in NFL than anything is your quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been proven time and time again that it's very unlikely. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's unlikely you're going to win a Super Bowl unless your quarterback is elite. There you go. So here's what I will say. If you look at the numbers, and I'm all about the numbers, 
What does it say, Daniel? There's one man. There's one man that's been doing it. He's got he's got 4,300 yards, 48 touchdowns passing, 51 total, and only five picks. He also has the highest QBR in the in the league at 84.4. He's been known as a bad man. My MVP goes to Aaron Rodgers. It's, I think it would be boiled down to Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes, but Aaron Rodgers has less yards, but he has 11 more total touchdowns, Man. one less pick, and his QBR is better. Give it to Aaron Rodgers to win the MVP. Let me just add something in there. So I am in agreement, uh, but maybe Aaron we'll Rodgers. have some discrepancy in the in the following picks. But okay, because Aaron Rodgers is this year's clear cut MVP winner. Definitely. Uh, he wouldn't just he wasn't lying to y'all. Uh, those are real numbers. Those are real, real. stats. That's not a Madden. He, that's not his Madden uh, quarterback created player. Yeah, right. That was Aaron Rodgers' stats this year. Um, he also I saw a stat. He was nineteen and zero, I believe, on play action. Nineteen. Touchdowns to zero interceptions on play action passes this year. I can believe it. That's crazy. So uh, that's just a dy- how dynamic um, their offense is with him on the field. So he's the clear cut MVP. Give that man an award. It's his yes. second one, right? Second yeah, MVP. So. Yep. That puts him in elite company. Uh, but however, I, I hate the disrespect that you're throwing to the running back position and what that man did this <sighs> year. Two thousand twenty-seven <laughs> rushing yards, Daniel. Yeah, it's impressive. Seventeen rushing touchdowns. Yeah. You and his pl- his team is in the playoffs. Yeah, and I hear what you're and saying. And you're he bo- you, he's out. You're always oh, fourth. He's fourth. He's Kyle Trask. He's That's <laughs> it's so disrespectful. They disrespect he's Kyle second. Trask. He's my second. He's second. Yeah, he's he. Sh- I almost gave him the MVP. What? Uh, but Patrick Mahomes did come in third. Well, hold on. Let me let me. Can we can guys say something about Derrick Henry before you keep going? Because I w- look, I was looking. At, I'm not going to disrespect him. He's the a great. He's, he's the oh, okay. He's the best running back in the league. Okay. Well, yeah, he's the oh. best running. back. Nick Chubb is coming. Anyways, he's the best running back in the league, okay? But, but, let me stop you here. I see what you're saying. He did rush for 2,000 yards, and that puts him in some elite company. Puts him in some elite company. 17 touchdowns is impressive. Nobody's denying that. He averaged 5.4 yards a carry. That's pretty dang impressive. Mm -hmm. But let me me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I I see what you're saying. I get what you're saying, okay? What could you possibly tell me? But if you're talking about MVP... Just pure best player. Who means the most to their team? Who's the best Take player on him the field? Off Tennessee. Are they gonna? Well, yeah, are but they in the I playoffs? Can, no, they're not in the playoffs. But Green Bay's not in the playoffs without Aaron Rodgers. Kansas oh, yeah. City may have squeaked Jordan in Love, as you're a hating on him. <laughs> he is the QB of the future. Listen, I'm sorry, but it's just about quarterbacks in the NFL, and I see what you're saying. He's yeah, a great running this back. Is our MVP. You said it. Yeah, I mean that's fine if you want to put him in there. You're just wrong. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're disagreeing, man. <laughs> no. Derek, well, and the other thing about Derrick Henry, what I was going to say was, if I have song. to have one knock against Derrick Henry, and I'm going to do it. What makes a great running back in the NFL right now? I'm not saying all time. I'm just talking about right now in today's good league. Good It's the good catching. Good. His his oh numbers catching the ball are pedestrian, and that He'd might be because Ryan Tannehill. Brick for hands. <laughs> I'm not, say, I'm not fighting the man. Right cross. <laughs> I'm not fighting the man. And I would not step on a football field with him because we'll I don't want to get You'd probably go for his knees. No, I'd run out of bounds and let him go. <laughs> let him run into the end zone. Um, no, 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 no. No disrespect to him, but I'm just saying, like, you're going to put him in this company of Aaron Rodgers yes. and Patrick Mahomes. You, I can't do it, man. I can't. These two guys, not they didn't, they didn't just squeak in the playoffs. They secured the number one seeds. Respectively, but let's be honest. Mahomes had it was it wasn't close. Who had the? I mean, it was, he had who had was, the most help? Is that what you're gonna say? No, I was gonna say 
he wasn't ever close to winning the over Aaron Rodgers this year. Oh no 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 no. The the rate touchdown ratio. I mean he threw thirty eight six. Yeah. Uh, the passer rating is lower. Completion percentage I believe yeah. is lower. So I mean the only thing he beat Aaron Rodgers in was yards. So because uh, he had Travis Kelsey who broke the yeah. freaking record. And he had a and Patrick Mahomes has a lot more help than than uh. So I I was looking at Allen because I Aaron wanted to Rodgers. put Josh Allen at my third. So that's where I guess I'll yeah. put him at four. Josh Allen's my third, and Derrick Henry's my fourth. So basically the same, but I, I'm giving more respect to what Derrick Henry was able to accomplish this year. I, I know disrespect to Derrick Henry. If you listen to this, please don't fight me. <laughs> please don't run over me. I don't think I actually want to see that. So you want to see him run over this? Me? I'm excited. Now oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, those are MVP. Yeah. So our next thing is, what is it, Hunter? It's out. It's time for the outrageous take of the week. Yes, sir. And it's time for Daniel to defend. I have not seen so this. We've uh, we're getting some, all this, you know fan interaction we just can't handle all of it but we're trying um so we were able to locate a poll response to a hot take that you're gonna have to defend i've got it written down on the whiteboard okay you have your timer ready oh no. hold Get on that pulled up unprepared for the podcast honestly that's embarrassing it's a rookie mistake. That's something. We're that five I, episodes. Yeah, that's an episode one mistake. That's an episode one. This every week. I know. All right. I have it. I have it. I have it. I have it. Okay. It's not like I'm pulling up nuclear codes over here. I'm just. It's just okay. A, all right. I'm ready. So, we're, we're doing um one. We're only doing. Well, we'll do one if you want to do the second. We got two responses. Yeah, we got two. The first. That's a. So first. we appreciate the fan uh, interaction. Keep that coming. Yes. We we had to go with one. We'll, we'll see if Daniel is gonna gift us with the second one. Maybe he will. I have it. If he wants to do it, but the first one I have I have one written down. Okay. On the board, I'm about to flip it, and he's gonna read it off to you guys, and uh, he's gonna ha- take a few moments, maybe a, a minute to, to stew it, <laughs> fast mm, stew it in his crockpot. Yes. And uh, he's gonna defend a nice hot take. Let me make sure it's upside the right side. Okay. okay. Are you ready for this, Daniel? I was born ready. All right. It's flipped. He's uh he's oh. deep. he's reading it off. He's thinking. Oh my! Oh dear! <laughs> he's the gonna, worst he's part about this is my pronunciation skills. He'll, he'll need a, mo- a moment. Collect. I mean, collect I'm I'm I, I'm ready, but do you know how to say this guy's name? Because I I yeah, I'll say it for okay, you. Okay, okay. So why don't you? <laughs> I'm terrible at pronunciation. So why don't you I'll read this? I will me? read it. Off read it for the people, and then I'll as, as soon as you're done, I'm going to talk. Afraid. So this is the part of his one minute. Okay, it says this is the hot take. Daniel's about to defend for y'all. Yep, here we go. With the number one overall pick in this year's NFL draft, the Jaguars should take Penay Sewell, the left tackle out of Oregon, instead of the great Trevor Lawrence. All right, here Get we go. Left, uh, all right, yeah, good cornerstone left tackle. Let's go. Let's hear why. All right, I'm going to tell you why they should do it. Number one, they're not desperate at the quarterback position, okay? Garner Minshew is not trash. He's not the worst quarterback I've ever good seen. mustache. He's got a good mu- well, a good mustache, but he's not trash. He's he resurrected that offense when they put him in there, and I think he can do it again. I'm not saying he's the greatest quarterback in the world, but they're not exactly really, really desperate. But what they are desperate for is an offense that can produce rushing the ball because if you can start running the ball, that opens up the passing game, makes Gardner Minshew look better. They've got some good wide receivers out on the outside too. And let's not forget. We're just a few years removed from Jacksonville being a very good team. Now they lost a lot of key players on defense <laughs> with Calais Campbell and Jalen Ramsey and some others. You got you got Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is if he can stay healthy, he'll be good. But let me tell you something. There was one team that had a good, really good run in the NFL for a while, and that was the Dallas Cowboys. And why did they do it? 
It's because they slowly but surely built this monstrous Ooh. offensive line, and they could. I mean, yeah, they had Zeke Elliott, but anybody could run behind that offensive James line. James Robinson played good this year, yeah. running back. Yeah, he did. He did. And I think if you're looking at it, the best way to build a football team is in the trenches. If you can, if you can dominate the offensive line and the defensive line, you can dictate what happens on the other side of the ball. If you can, if your offensive line is good, you dictate that hey, we're going to run the ball when we want to, and then we'll open up play action, pass down the field. A lot of things that Garner Minshew is going to look better than maybe he really is. But he is a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback, but he's running the mill in the middle. He, I don't think he's below average. I don't think he's trash. I think he's just a good quarterback. So I think it's worth maybe waiting a year and seeing what another quarterback comes out. Now, Trevor Lawrence is obviously a once-in-a-generation talent. I'm not saying that he's not. I'm saying if you want to build a good team, you start from the inside out, and they need help on the offensive line. And this guy, oh, Sewell, am I saying that right, Sewell? Sewell. Yeah. He is a monster. I can't say his name, but I know his work. He's one of the <laughs> best tackles work. that has come out of college football, and that's my final argument. Wow. And he made it. Uh, we'll give him the, a few extra seconds over, because yeah. uh, with the we'll give it because the names took a minute there. Um, I was not confident in my. There you go. No, I I think for what you were tasked with. Yeah. I think you presented some good points. Yes. Um, Dallas. Do it, Jacksonville. Dal- we'll call it the Dallas equation. Yes. The Dallas method. Um, Do it, Jacksonville. That works. Um, however, man, if they don't, if they pass <laughs> up here on uh, Trevor Lawrence, oh yeah, I don't know. And if that's I think idea. some Jacksonville fans should rightfully be coming at you for some because <laughs> I was so persuasive that the, yeah, the front that office is like I mean, he makes good points. Yeah. yeah. What was the? Uh, I'll, I'll give this next one thirty seconds. Yeah. Thirty okay. seconds. Let me pull it up. Just throw it at me. All right, I'll pull it up. Yeah. Daniel Daniel's feeling froggy. He wants to do a second. Yeah, I mean, so I'm just 30 seconds. We, we appreciate the uh, the interaction, and yes, so we're going to go ahead and do yeah, both. I want, I want to encourage our fans to keep doing this because right. I like it. All right, so we won't write this one down. I'm just going to say it off to you. you got yes. 30 seconds this time. 30 seconds. And then a minute to defend it. We'll do that, okay? A minute? Okay, a minute to defend it. Okay, I can do that. Since Carolina is undefeated in 2021, Clemson is 0-1. They're better than Clemson. Oh, my God. All right. Take 30 seconds to <laughs> formulate your argument. And uh, let's hear let's hear that. Let's, ju- let's hear you justify I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is for the fans. Do it for the fans, Daniel. Okay. So, the, the thing the, – it's not even a question. So, it's just a statement. They just since, haven't lost. They're 0-0. Yeah. So, since the Gamecocks have not lost, but Clemson has, therefore, they are better. Okay. In 2021. In 2021. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> Are you ready? Let's do, yeah. We need a minute on the clock. Yeah. So basically what I'm going to go at is just <laughs> purely technical here. If you look at the technicality of it, you actually <laughs> look at it, the phraseology of the sentence. Phraseology. Of the sentence here. Did you learn that? In without history, a doubt. <laughs> phraseology. Without a doubt, the Gamecocks are a better football team than the Clemson Tigers. Why is that? They're undefeated. In 2021, they have not lost a football game. Has... Clemson lost a football <laughs> game last time I checked. We yeah, they did. We lost one convincingly. We lost there. one convincingly. So if you look at the points against Carolina, zero. Thank you very much. Clemson, <laughs> 48. So, I mean, right there, you're seeing on, on at least the defensive side of the ball, Carolina's much better. If I can add something real fast. Yeah, go ahead. As a Clemson fan, we're used to having the, the last say, getting a win at the last moment of the year. Last, But this year, we, we come out with a L. Yeah. 
and they just they don't have to taste defeat this year. Yep. So I'm giving Carolina the better football team purely on technicality. Thank you very much. That was awesome. Like you said, we appreciate uh, interaction. Keep them coming. Next week's going to be a poll. Um, For me to defend, Daniel's going to monitor those. And uh, have us something. Give me a doozy. Yes. I'm always trying to sharpen my skills. It's always fun to uh, try to uh, defend y'all's crazy, uh, (laughs) crazy takes here yeah so y'all do be crazy keep, with keep some them of these. coming y'all do be crazy so with some of these that was our two outrageous takes and that does bring us to our final segment of the evening mm-hmm. we might have to run back run through this just tag quickly um because it could run a little long yeah oh but yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get through it quick we'll get through it quick because this i don't think it'll take too much effort thought because we're we're Let's smart pull GM. Up, uh, that nifty list I sent to you early, Danny. I'm ready. Boy. I'm ready. I got we're the I got the list going. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna pick. Uh, this is the second part of our three part series of yep. our dream teams drafted from this year's 20, yep, 20, teams, 20, 20. Um, based on the NFL players. And we did our coaching staff last. Yep. Um, last episode, and I have have that pulled up here. Bear with me. Yeah, and and also we picked a city and a team name. Hunter is the GM for the Portland Potheads. <laughs> great team. Great team. And yeah. I am the GM for the Charleston, South Carolina. I ended up with Andy Reid as my head coach. Yep. Um, Sean McVay as my offensive coordinator. Uh, Brian Flores as my defensive coordinator. And I snagged Bill Belichick as my special <laughs> teams coach. Daniel, who did you end up as your head coach? And yeah, so Charleston Battery Boys. Shout out to Charleston, South Carolina. Um, my head coach was Cliff. Kingsbury from old go. from old Arizona, young uh, style. Yeah, young, young man. And then my offense coordinator was Sean Payton. Defense coordinator was Mike Tomlin. Special teams, John Gruden. There we go. There you go. So I that's mean, what we, we got lo- so far. We love it. We were getting some love on the uh, photos that we posted up that Daniel yep. made uh, look so good for us. So that is the coaching staff. But this year, or this week, we're going to do the offense um, pick pick style again. Yeah. Um, we won't do it serpentine. We'll just we'll just do we'll back do straight up. Okay, um, that's fine. Flip up. Do you have a, a coin to flip again? Oh, uh, flip, flip, yeah. Flip something for us, man. I can do. I oh, can the, do. The, the Google flip. Google flip. That that came in clutch. Um, last time I think I had the first. Over, I did have the first overall pick. It might happen this time. But yeah, we're gonna be picking offensive players and then one offensive line unit. Yeah. So yep. we're gonna pick one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, and one offensive line unit. And we're gonna try to, you know. You give it a little explanation, but also not try to drag this on too too long. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, I'm gonna let you call it. You want heads or tails? I'll show you that there's no funny business going on here. You want heads or tails? Give me tails. Tails never failed. It failed me last time, and it failed you this time. Right. Heads. I'll take. You want the, the first? I want the first pick. All right, he's going first overall pick. Who's the Charleston Battery Boys picking? With the first overall pick. In the fantasy draft, the Charleston Battery Boys select Patrick Mahomes wow. <laughs> as our quarterback. Okay. That is a good pick. Updating the rosters here. All right, you know, solid. Can't hate. Cannot hate. Um, going forward, that's a he's a solid cornerstone. So yep. if I can't have him, who do I'm, who am I gonna take here? So many good, so many good options. Mm-hmm. Could go a lot of different ways here. Man, 
Give me. Uh, I'm gonna start it off strong. Um, give me Christian McCaffrey. Wow, so Christian Portland, McCaffrey. Yeah, Portland potheads are um, going in on the running game, uh, but he also, you know, he's like one of the best receivers too out That's of the backfield. True. So it's very true. So Portland, let me. Uh, yeah, give me Christian McCaffrey. Okay. And it, I'm even gonna run him out of the Wildcat. I'm wow. telling you, Andy Reid's gonna give Andy Reid McCaffrey, bro. All right, who are you taking with the second pick? With the second pick in the draft, third, we third have... Third pick, second. Your hey, second yeah, pick. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. sorry. All right, the third pick in the draft, our second selection. We are going to take Mr. Nick Chubb from the Cleveland Browns. Wow. That's our running back. Wow, you are... You <laughs> might have a Chubb for Nick Chubb. <laughs> Georgia Homer. <laughs> um, what up, you know... You can tank your own team. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> he said you can tank it? That's what I said. Oh, so much hate. <laughs> so much hate. All right. Um, gosh. Well, I don't have to go back to the uh, quarterback position, so I'm going to leave that vacant. Let me grab. Okay. You know what? I'm going to do this, man. What you going to do? Give me Derek Henry. Ooh. Uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, I'm taking two, my two running backs very early. Um, think of this. Yeah, you could put Derrick Henry and then have McCaffrey on the other side, then throw him out wide. And okay. And then play receiver on the same. Oh, my God. It's just endless opportunity. So give me Derrick Henry. He's off the board. Adjust your your um, rankings. I will because my next pick for the Charleston Battery Boys, we love to run the football in Charleston. And we got Nick Chubb. But we also have Dalvin Cook. That's our second pick, our third pick. I was uh, definitely so we want Dalvin. Fighting him. Welcome but to I Charleston. Went with the bigger uh, freak athlete, so to speak. You right. You right. You did. Okay, Portland. This is my third round pick. Yep. All right. So I've took care of my running back room. Mm-hmm. Let me. Uh, it's a good room. Let me get some boys that can catch the ball. Oh, you're still not going quarterback yet? Well, yeah. I mean, I can't take any other quarterbacks. So. We might can do a backup. Well, well, yeah, but at this point you can't. So yeah, so yeah, that's that's kind of playing in my favor here. So who? The question is, who do I really want um, my my quarterback of the future throwing to? Um, gosh, there's some good guys right now. I, are you see? I, I'm really surprised that you just aren't jumping immediately to who I think you're going to jump to. It's between two guys for my number one. I'm looking at honestly. your sweatshirt. Yeah. And I'm thinking that's where it's going to come. Right. And I think that's the correct He's pick. wearing a Clemson sweatshirt. Yeah, that's the correct pick. I'm, I'm not going to overthink it. It's DeAndre Hopkins. Not a bad pick. Uh, best receiver in the league. Even though John Devontae Adams, I will say, that's the guy I was going back and forth. Mm-hmm. He had a statistically amazing season. And he did. Great receiver. Um, so you can't go wrong. But I'm going to take Hopkins and Get a surefire uh, you know, uh, pass catcher in there. I'm going to shock you because Devontae Adams is good. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. No hate. Because I, I definitely don't want to speak ill against him because I mean, we might get him in the later rounds if we can. Yeah. But I like the connection my quarterback has with this guy. Give me Tyreek Hill. That's my next uh, pick, Tyreek Hill. Um, that's a, I mean, it's a beautiful connection that no, almost nobody can figure out because nobody can defend that. You just got to throw a guy way back there. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. I like that a lot, actually. And Thank so you. you can't 
get all the uh, momentum and with the connections. Oh I'm no. gonna go ahead and nab C- Travis Kelsey. Oh no, he's, the be- best. he's almost the best receiver in the league, and he's a tight end. That's true. Give me my. I'm gonna show up my tight end spot with the best tight end in the league. I, I like that, and I, and you can't have the connection because if you get the whole Chiefs offense, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's kind what of what I'm supposed code. to do. Um, All right, who you got? Well, since you didn't take him, I'll take Devontae Adams. There you go. As my next my next pick. So I've got two out of my three receivers now. That's a good running back room. Or running back room. That's a good wide receiver it room. It is a very good wide receiver room. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I, I don't know how my defensive – I better pick some good corners because, <laughs> yep. God, you got some guys uh, catching the, that can catch the ball. Um, okay. So – Got me one wide receiver, one wide receiver right now. All right. Um. And I think I, what how I like to draft, man. I'm I'm just gonna follow my how I I follow my heart. I I get my I get what I want, man. I pick. I'm gonna go ahead and pick an O line because I want my choice of O lines. Okay. I just want my choice, man. Who you want? It's it really is between the Packers and Cleveland. I mean, because one of the two, we're going to get either one. So do we want, I think I'm going to go with Cleveland. Let me tell you why. Cleveland has the young, they've just invested a lot of, you know, picks into that line. Mm-hmm. And Jedrick Willis is already a pro bowler and he's a rookie. Left tackle, you know, shirt up my, my blind side. If he's, and that's also one of the most important positions on the offense, so. And they're trending up. I like the way they're trending, and they can per- perform with mediocre head coaching. So, ooh, uh, we don't definitely don't have a problem with that. And I like give me o- Cleveland's O line. Who you got round six? Well, my friend, you made a key mistake because you've let me, you let Charleston just put a monopoly on the wide receiver room. Uh oh. Because I'm taking Stefan Diggs. Oh, wow. Stephon Diggs is my third receiver. I yeah, I'm going to definitely have to get some <laughs> cornerbacks. <laughs> You're going to have to find a way to lock us down because Charleston is coming. Um, I'm going to be coming from a lot of different angles and routes and oh, yeah. breaking some ankles. Yes. I can't hate on the wide receiver room at all. Um, so I'm going to have to – but I also had my eye on this guy all along, to be honest with you, out of the wide receiver room. Um do I want him or wow this is a tough one I'm I'm going back and forth between you already got all your wide receivers yeah I'm, I'm done. going I'm back done. and forth between Calvin Ridley and um, right now it's Calvin Ridley and oh I just lost it oh Chris Goblin okay those are because I want somebody to run the slot gotta get somebody in the slot give me uh, I'm gonna make it easy uh, give me Chris Goblin Ooh, not a bad, not a bad That's selection. Godwin. Okay. Um, what? Uh, who else do you have to pick? Uh, I don't have any tight ends. I don't okay. have a tight end, and I also don't have an offensive line. Okay, there you go. Where does that take us then? I am going to, after looking at some statistics and, and really boiling this down here. I'm going to pick the Buffalo Bills offensive line. Wow. Yeah. I was gonna I was gonna go Kansas City, 
<laughs> but I have a lot of Kansas City stuff. But also, Buffalo's a little bit better at running the ball. So I'm going to go Buffalo. Okay. Buffalo Bills to, to open up some avenues from a, from a Dalvin Cook and Nick like Chubb. It's a solid line. Played uh, really well all year. Let me, since it would be so weird to just pick quarterback last, I won't do that. I'm going to, um, and since I have my pick of quarterbacks, do I do I go with Kyler? God, I love, I'm, I've grown for Kyler. Do I go with Jalen Hurts or Joe Flacco? <laughs> I put him in the list that we might, I don't know why. I should have just put it to like five. But the MVP, you're going to let the MVP sit there? He's old, man. This is well. This is 2020. Yeah, this is this year. You're looking too much to the future, my man. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't. We're not building really. That's true. So in that case, yeah. Let me not take. Too I many. shouldn't have said anything. That's stupid of me. That's so dumb of you. Give me Aaron Rodgers MVP, <laughs> seventh round pick. <laughs> so disrespectful. God, yeah. Steal there. I need a tight end. Who are you taking? Oh, this is tough. I have um, there's two guys in my head, but one of them was hurt most of 2020, so not gonna pick him. I'm actually gonna go with the greatest tight end of all time. Give me Rob Gronkowski. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna go Gronk. Wow, I'm color me shocked. Episode two, check that out. <laughs> um, but color me, color me shocked there too. So I got to get a wide receiver, and I got my mm-hmm. outside receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. I got my slot receiver. So what do I really need? I mean, nothing in particular. Okay. But uh, it would help to have some, you know, something, some X factor of some kind. I like X factors. Man. There's a lot of good names still left on the board. is tough man Who, this is my final pick I mean I want to give if 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 I was purely voting on who who I want this team like my team in like two or three years in the future yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Calvin really here but I'm gonna since this is this year yeah give me Allen Robinson Ooh, that's a good pick both so I have two boys that can go up over you and catch on either side don't ball. you worry, our defense is going to be up for the task. And then I got Chris Goblin who's going to be running underneath you. So those are our picks. I mean, real quick, do you want to just run, yeah. uh, so run over your pick, uh, your whole team, and then I'll yeah. run over mine. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Charleston Battery boys with a Z will be trotting out on the offensive side of the ball. Our quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. Our running back one is Dalvin Cook, even though I drafted him second. He's our running back one. Our running back two is Nick Chubb. And then at the wide receiver position, we've got Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, and Stephon Diggs. At our tight end position, we've got the Gronk man himself. And pushing and pulling and making sure holes are open for our running backs and our quarterback has enough time, we've got the Buffalo Bills offensive line up for a run. I like it. So that is our team. I'd say that's a solid draft. All right, Portland potheads, let's hear what you got. <laughs> we might have had a, a hazy decision. No, I'm just kidding. I like. I definitely like how we uh, navigated through this draft, and I think we, uh, I think we came up with a better team offense. But you know, we could let the fans decide. We are hoping that you guys vote on these eventually. 
and uh, as we go on with these, but let me run through mine. I went with Christian McCaffrey first. Um, uh, let me run it through this way. A quarterback, I got um, th- the MVP of the year in the seventh round value, <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers. Um, throwing the ball to um, – I'll th- do my wide receiver since he's throwing the ball to uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I have Chris Godwin uh, in my slot, and then Allen Robinson uh, on the other side. And he's handing the ball off to none other than Christian McCaffrey, who can also go out wide as a fourth receiver if we want to. Right. And Derrick Henry, <laughs> that freak of a man. That's a good team. We also, if we want, we have a tight end, man. He can block, but he's also going to fake block, run out for a 70-yard yeah. touchdown. I got Travis Kelsey. Nice. Very nice. And uh, holding things together, making some space going forward, and keeping my boy Aaron on his feet, not his back, is the Cleveland uh, uh, Cleveland Browns offensive line. Well, that's going to be a tough tough team to beat. Uh, obviously, both of our teams would be pretty impossible yeah. to beat. But uh, we'll see next week. We're gonna we're gonna pick defense and then special teams next week, and then uh, we'll see. We're gonna let let you guys vote um, this week coming up. Who you think has a better offense? Let us know in the comments. We'll, we'll throw some comments around. Um, you can really go at us if you if you didn't like some of our picks. Please do. I Please love let the, us know. I love the uh, feedback. Also, uh, remember we 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 put in some polls for you guys, and you guys responded, and you got your outrageous takes in. We've been defending them left and right. Keep them coming. Keep the streak going. The momentum streak going. Yeah, let's let's make it harder. Let's make us defend all episode long. <laughs> If we can get that to be the case, yeah, we'll we'll ne- we'll do a live twenty four. We'll just do a live hour, uh, <laughs> episode. twenty four hour stream of us just answering outrageous takes. Y'all can hear me work too. But uh, yeah, um, man, that was that was a good episode. I, I like that one. I like that. It was, it was fun. A lot of fun, five, man. A lot of fun. So uh, yeah, but down in the record books for sure, for sure. Fifth but one's the best one. <laughs> that's a steep. But everybody needs to go back and check out one through four. Yeah. We'll say that uh, if you di- if you don't follow us on Instagram, we try to celebrate every victory here at Third and Punt. We we passed the 100 listens uh, earlier this week, so we're excited oh about man. that. We're excited to see where this goes. It's just two dudes just talking about sports and having fun while we're doing it. With, so uh, with similar hair, hair colors. Yep, two gingers that. killing it, killing it. So we'll Both see what happens. Recently killing it. Recently so killing it. Yeah. And you guys must have liked our last episode. It was pretty high up there in the stream. So, so. run this one up too. Run it up, run it up, run but, it up, uh, boys. By the time we get back and next gals. week, we'll have a uh, wild card will be over, and we'll also have a national champ, and uh, we'll talk about all that next week and more. We'll have some more wild takes too, too. Some outrageous ones. Uh, yes, it's one of our own. Some of our own. Some of our own. Yeah, hopefully. I guarantee it. So Daniel, why don't you send us out with some more tunes? I love, I love the uh, intro music. Yes. If you don't, guys don't know, that is our boy Daniel Bird That's over me. here um, from his EP Free. EP Free. Check that out wherever you get your Apple, music. Spotify. Uh, it's our theme song, and uh, he's going to have us leading into the episodes and taking us out, carrying us away. So carry us away into this nice evening, and appreciate y'all listening, and come back next week. Thank you.